But the minute I get one, I'm secretly happy. But in front of them, I'm like, oh, no, this thing sucks. Really? You think this looks good? This is horrible. And, and it's like, first of all, all they didn't even mean for it to be a discussion. Now I've got them in the hallway trapped in this conversation <laughs> when they were just like, look, lady, hi and bye. You know what I mean? Right, That's right, the first right. part. You know what? I am so tired of watching women waste so much energy on their looks. I know. Sometimes it feels like it's the only thing that we know how to talk about. You know what we need to do? We need to change the conversation. Because if we could change what women talk about. And the way that women talk to each other and to themselves, that would change their whole mindset. And changing their mindset could shift their energy. And all that energy could change the world. All right, so let's do it. Let's give them something else to talk about. Let's do it. Hey, Mary. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Can I tell you something that um, that made me think of you today? Yeah. Uh, there was an article about Lizzo in some magazine or something. Um, and I don't remember any. Oh, I think it's about how much she loves her stomach. Oh, did you see this? Like, she's well, no, but I saw her do a video on Instagram where she basically was like loving her stomach, like rubbing on it and putting lotion. Yeah, on it. yeah, and talking about how she used to hate it so much. But yeah, the point is, there's a picture of her in this magazine wearing nothing but a bra and underpants, right? And you can't really see the underpants because they're very tiny, and her, you know, whatever. And what what struck me though is is something we've talked about. The very first time I saw Lizzo, and she was in some state of undress or wearing, yeah, right, she was in some state of undress. It was shocking. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I was like, ah! I, first of all, you just don't see a lot of people. Well, you, no, you do. You just don't see a lot of people who look like her showing right. their body, right? Yeah. And when I saw it today, I had none of those thoughts. Yes. I didn't that at all. I just thought, oh, I wonder what this is about. And so, you know what I'm saying? I went. She conditioned you. She conditioned you, which is right. That's what she's been saying too. She's like, I'm going to normalize. I'm not going to normalize it. She's normalizing. I I wasn't, I was no longer shocked that a person who looks like that was half naked. I just thought, of course, it's Lizzo. She's half naked. And which um, means, which means, you know, the world can change from one person. Yeah. The world can change. And you very, I very quickly adjusted to the new thing that I was looking at. You know, you think about um, other other things in beauty or fashion or whatever that when you first saw it, you thought, oh, that's terrible. Or I'm trying to think of something recently. Oh, I know what it was. You know that um, high low thing with skirts or dresses where it's like short in the front and long in the back. What? You know what I'm talking about? It's short like short in the front and long in the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like fl- yeah. almost like a flowy skirt, but it's short it's like and then it's like clothing yeah. mullet. It's like a clothing mullet, right? So it's <laughs> long in the back. And I remember the first time I saw that, I thought it was hideous, hideous. <laughs> like, what is that about? I don't even notice it now when I see yeah. it. It doesn't yeah. like, I, I, I vaguely remember, oh, there was a time where I thought that was really weird. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was with Lizzo in her underpants today. I thought, ah, I'm, I, I was noticing that I wasn't noticing if that's possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's, so it's, it's great. It's great. So. It is great.
that yeah. yeah, I mean, that gives me hope that because of some of the conversations we're having on this podcast, I had this, I had that feeling this morning. I was just like, why am I choosing these these uphill battles? Like I was like, I am choosing to believe. I'm choosing hope, right? I'm choosing to believe that we can talk about this and and it will start to change conversations. But these conversations that we're trying to change are so deeply embedded in us, and even yeah. even in you and I, we admit it. Like it's so deep in there that like like the the conversation about stop calling each other, stop calling your, your friends, girlfriends, like that's, that's a tough one because it's so far into our system. You know what I mean? But yeah, all it takes is, you know, a group of women to stop doing it, to spread it like wildfire and then it's gone. And I, you know, I do look forward to the day when we've normalized the end of certain things and the beginning of other things. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I have noticed is now changed is I clearly remember a time when women were referred to as girls all the time, no matter how old they were, you know, mm. um, like in, in a way that was not in any, what am I trying to say? Not too familiar. Like um, on TV, they'd say, well, that's a girl. That's a girl. He has a girl co-host. And we've completely gotten away from that now. You would yeah. never, somebody said that he had a girl co-host. I would expect oh. a girl be sitting next to fired. Right. I mean, there's just that. So that is a change that at first people thought it was, um, oh, I don't know, even just persnickety to worry about language like that. But now it's changed. It's changed a lot and it's, it's been good. good. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about some, let's, let me give you a compliment. Okay. Uh, th- thank you. What's the compliment? The compliment I want to give you is I think you've done a really good job of expressing the our, our mission. Thank you. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that is that is so hard for me to do to accept a compliment. Yeah, it's you know, hard for a lot of women. Is it hard for men? No, no, it's not because they are taught to they are taught to put forward an image of security and confidence and you know what I mean? And so that goes, I think that, that go that, that compliments getting compliments. <laughs> it's a different compliment. Got it. Right. Right. Because right. if you're sure of yourself and then someone validates it, you already thought that of yourself. So you're like, you know, but women are taught to be, to take up less space and be more meek and not, you know, be in front and put everybody before them. So if you give a woman a compliment that conflicts with her idea that she should not ever be in the front and center, which sidebar. Yeah. I would love for a woman who agrees with that statement, but also did the whole big walk down the aisle wedding to help me understand those two things, because that conflicts with that. It's like, if you're not supposed to be the center of attention and you're taught to always be secondary, blah, blah, blah. How do we get to the part where we're walking down the aisle and everybody looks at us and stands up and blah, blah, blah. But that's another sidebar. I just maybe, wanted, maybe it's listen because to me. That's, that's, that's your one day when you get oh, to be. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's your, your one day to do it. Which, <laughs> so really, no, but so really it defends. <laughs> it defends why it's such a big deal. Yeah, yeah, right. It's so, your so maybe, day. They always yeah, say, it's your day. You better soak it up. Because <laughs> from this point on, you are going to fade into the background. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, but I think that's kind of the basis for why women have a problem. It seems like to me in my 39 years, and you, you, you say the same, that women as a group, we have a problem accepting compliments. We 
tend to negate the compliment. Like someone says, I used to do this all the time with my clothing, right? I never felt good in it. I always felt fat. And so if someone dared to say, it was a weird, messed up thing in my head. Because on the one hand, if I never got a compliment, I'd be pissed. And I'd be like, see, I knew this sucked. But then the minute I get one, but the minute I get one, I'm secretly happy. But in front of them, I'm like, oh no, this thing sucks. Really? You think this looks good? This is horrible. And, And it's like, first of all, all, they didn't even mean for it to be a discussion. Now I've got them in the hallway trapped in this conversation <laughs> when they were just like, look, lady, hi and bye. You know what I mean? Right, That's right, the first right. part. The second part is they've got to defend themselves. Now it's like, I'm not going to defend my compliments. You know, you're like, no, you think right. this looks good? How could you think that? This looks like you're pointing out all these flaws for them. And they're just like, unless you get two things, either one, they're tired of it. Or the other person is a woman and she understands what you're doing so that she just reassures you more and you get into this exhausting conversation but it's like (laughs) but she can see what you're doing and that you shouldn't be doing it but she'll turn around do it herself if she goes down the hall and somebody compliments her she'll be you and she'll be like oh no really this old thing oh no don't i don't don't this i gained so much weight it used to look better last month like (laughs) (laughs) you know what i think though i think when i think about compliments other than on my appearance I think for me, it's um, my difficulty taking a compliment is I'm trying to think of compliments I've even had lately because, you know, I don't it would have to be my husband giving me a compliment, um, which is which is fine. He'll do it. I'm not saying he wouldn't. It's just anyway, the point is this. I think I'm very bimodal in my thinking. Right. And so what are the things I get complimented on these days? I get compliments for my garden. I get compliments for my cooking or in particular my baking. Um, but I know, like when I see my garden, I don't know about you, when I see my garden, I see all the things that didn't work out the way I wanted or the weed that's in there. Like I'm focused on what I still have to do and how it's not met my vision. So if somebody comes in and says, oh, my God, your garden is beautiful. I, I'm always like, yeah, but there's a weed over there or, you know, the, this trellis isn't quite right. You know, something or I you, have. So I have that problem with something. So like the garden, I don't have that problem, but this is why I think, I think I'm not as seasoned as you in gardening and I haven't had as many successes. So I'm still geeking out when I have my successes. So I'm like, I, 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 I initiate the couple. I'm like, look at this pepper. Did you see this? (laughs) And they're like, and then they're just like, Oh my God, you got a pepper. Like, you know, but, but I will like, not expect a compliment from someone like you or my mom. My mom, she doesn't do food. She does flowers, but she's uh-huh. on some HGTV before and after shit. Like, seriously, yeah. it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't even, you know what I mean? So I won't expect compliments from a seasoned gardener that like has done all the things, but I do get that in other areas of my life where like they say, yeah, somebody's compliments. And then I just, I feel like I'm like, I'm not doing myself. It's like two parts of me. Right. And and one part of me is like, you know better. You know that compliment wasn't exactly. deserved because you know you missed that weed over there. Get out of here with it. You know? Right. Right. Like yeah. I just made this. I th- this is related. I made this loaf of bread yesterday, and it looks absolutely beautiful. I I rose. I had it rise in one of these bread rising baskets that gives you the concentric circles on top. I mean, oh, it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like some 
artisanal bread you'd get at a fancy bakery, right? Mm -hmm. But I also know that the dough didn't rise. And so it doesn't look like it was supposed to. It's going to taste like you're eating a rock when you finally Mm -hmm. slice it open. I mean, I was disappointed because I was hoping to have, you know, I have to now change what I was going to do with that bread. Yeah. So, you know, somebody comes in the house today, they see the bread on the counter and they're like, oh my gosh, that is a, look at that bread. That's beautiful. And it took everything I had to say, no, thank same. you. I just said, yeah. thanks. Thanks. I, I didn't say thanks, but. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Like, oh, well, mm. and it's a habit. And I will say I'm working on the habit, but I can say with confidence, you can break it. You know, eventually yeah. the thanks yeah, yeah, yeah. comes right. without right. as much effort. You just are, you sit in it, in the uncomfortableness of accepting the compliment and you just sit in it and you just, and it gets better and it gets better. But it also, there's an aspect to compliments that comes from, it's, it's a, it's an inability to receive in general. So women are taught to give, give, give till it hurts, till you have nothing left. Right. So right. a compliment is a receiving of something, right? You're receiving words of praise. You also are probably, if you're, if it's hard for you to do that, you also probably are hard to ask for help. It's hard for you to ask for help. It's hard for you to, you know, get a hand, hand lent to you, even when you're dying and you need help, you're still like, yeah, right. Don't ask for it, won't do anything. Those type of people. And I was one of those, but those are the worst at giving, getting compliments because it's, you're not good at receiving period. And in fact, someone taught me in order to get over receiving, you know, to help you get better at getting help and receiving, start with the compliment, start with the compliment, be able to take a compliment, you know, because that'll help. That'll open that, that, that space for you of like, yes, I can let it in and nothing happens. I'm not perceived as weak or whatever, you know, or less than or whatever. I'm okay. It's okay to take it. I remember when I was, um, you know, first teaching at the university, I won an award. I, and I don't remember what it was. I won some award. I was, I was sort of new faculty and I won an award and they had to give me, in order for me to get the award, which had money with it, I had to accept it during a faculty meeting of the entire faculty of the engineering school. And um, I declined I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't stand there in front of all these people. What if they clap? That was my biggest. <laughs> what if they clap for me? You know, because yeah. I've been to other meetings where somebody didn't, it's just, you know, it's like polite applause. No, it's, I think that it's my, I can't decide. Like it's, it's either that I'm so, um, I don't like attention so much that I like the thought of standing in front of this room full of mostly strangers, mostly men and having them clap for me was so uncomfortable or, or the flip side is maybe I'm such an egomaniac yeah. that I think everyone's actually paying attention. Like they really care about this, right? Like I'm going to stand up there and they're like, they're like really into clapping. No one's even thinking about me. They're probably doing something else and clapping and talking to the camera. <laughs> Right? I mean, well, I would, I would offer this option. Could this it be in between? Yeah. No, it's just like, it reminds me of this movie. It's called The Holiday. And this old man is a retired, like, film producer. But he, in today's world, like, they just don't remember him, right? Like, I mean, everyday people. But then when he talks to this one young lady, like, and he, like, goes over the movies that he's done, it's like, oh, he's a freaking big deal, right? But he's like old Hollywood, right? And he has all these letters in his mailbox uh, stuffed in his, like, whatever, in his house because, and they're they're invitations to this event. 
And she's like, what is this? And he's like, they want to honor me. They say they want to honor me for my work in Hollywood. And she's like reading it. And she's like, this is a big deal. He's like, no, this is a joke. Like my, they want to get my old ass in here and make fun of me. And you know, he had this whole story. Uh huh. And she, yeah. And she, and it sounded like what you said, like, I'm going to stand there and be awkward. And they're clapping at me. Is that kind of a thing? And he refused. And so she talked him into doing it. And when he went, like, I, I've seen this movie a hundred times. And I still cry. I'm a, I'm an easy crier, but I still cry when he goes in because he doesn't realize it's actually not for you. It's for them. It's, you know what I mean? We're, we want to celebrate what you have given us. So I feel, I feel closure on this relationship with you by honoring you in this work you have presented to me. And if you don't let me do that, there's a piece in my life that is not complete. It's not really, it's yes, it's about you, but it's not really, it's about how you, what you mean to me. And I need to, to share that with you to make that relationship close, to, to, to close mm-hmm. that loop. You know what I mean? Right. So, yes. yeah. so like you, you taught for how many years and then these people want to say, thank you. Like say, I don't know what the group was, but let's say it had been me and, and my peers. Right. Right. That's for us because like we go to work and we have moments where we're like, man, if Mary had to been my teacher, I'd be screwed. I wouldn't be here right now. Kind of a thing. And to close the loop on that would be this opportunity to say thank you. Cause what's the truth? We can never pay you back any other way. That's the thing. You can't pay if you can't pay that person back in some other way. It's like your parents, right? You ain't never gonna pay them back right. for right. the 18 years they took care of you kind of thing. So you just give them gifts every year that are lame as shit. But like, you know, and then the, one day they say, well, I don't need the gift. You're not giving it to them for them. You're giving it to them for yourself. And the, and if they would just receive it, then the, conver- the, the they would close the loop, you know? that That's what I think about that. Yeah, you know, you made, you made me think of something. Um, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think, I think, but I also think it's one of these deeply ingrained things that yeah. we're I mean, it just feels like I'm not supposed to want that yeah. attention, right? Um, but but on the other hand, there are things like if my kids came and said, hey, thanks for being such a good mother, I'd be like, you're welcome. I would have zero problem whatsoever with that kind of compliment, right? right. I don't know, what, what's the difference? I'd be like, thanks, I was waiting for you to say that to me. It's been, it's overdue, you know, uh, there's, yeah. because that is an area that, yeah, I did a really good job. It was hard. And that's an area that I think that's the undoubted single area that women are told they should be good at and should want to be good at. And people should tell them they're good at versus when we branch out, when we branch out into all the other things we can be good at. Ah. It's so weird. We, human beings. I, shouldn't, I don't want to just say women. I'm saying human beings are so weird because we <laughs> we promote striving for the best and getting all the things. But then when you get them, we promote downplaying it and not taking the accolades. <laughs> it's like, what is so, if you just look at us from like an alien perspective, like, there are some weird little people. Like there's some weird little animals. What are they doing? What's happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I, but I think women suffer from it the most. Um, and where does it start? I'm trying to it think. It starts, I think it starts when we're, when we're, when we're, when we're little. And I think it gets mixed up in messages of like, like the modesty thing we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And we got to be like small and be in our place and not make too much noise and stuff. And so as an adult, we're, we're told bad words about being, you know, confident in ourselves and it comes off as boisterous or bitchy or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's just like, but the same thing, qualities in a man are praised. The same qualities in a man are praised that are not praised in a woman. Yeah, right. You right. Know? But 
I think also what we should look at is the kind of compliments we give each other. And, you know, they stop like it's always OK to give a woman a compliment about how she looks Men, women, everybody. You can always tell a woman, and everyone knows that if you give a woman a compliment about her looks, she's going to low key feel really good about it. So if you want to please her, tell her she looks good. Tell her she lost weight. You will make her weak. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and right. men, and men know it too. Men know it too. And it's just like, I want to be in a world where it's that is normalizing compliments of a non-aesthetic nature. You know what I mean? So, and the only way to do that is to get in the habit of doing that. Like, so I have tasked myself with not giving as many, I can't do it zero, but I try really hard not to give a compliment that is aesthetic. Right. Even when I know it is not to be mean. It's like, even when I know the woman is like, I'll see a woman that I haven't seen in a while and she's lost a lot of weight. I ain't doing it. I'm not <laughs> doing it. And I know she wants it so bad and I'm not doing it out of jealousy or anything. It's like, I'm going to find something better to compliment her on because here's the more, number one, is this a friend? You know, who is this person? Do I know you? Because if I know you, I should know something better about you than just what you look like. I should be able to compliment you on something else. I should know about your life in a more in-depth way to be able to compliment you on oh, I read that thing you wrote in the newspaper the other day. That was really good. Or, you know, oh, my God, I know how hard you worked on, um, you know, your Christmas lights or something. You know, um, there's another that's aesthetic, too. But you know what I'm saying? Something yeah. other than her physical appearance or whatever. But in challenging myself, in challenging ourselves to compliment someone on something other than their looks, we also are challenging ourselves to have a better relationship with someone, a deeper relationship. And we're challenging ourselves to do more to be complimented on. How about that? Do you have anything for me to compliment? If you don't, why not? Why is the only thing I can compliment you on that you lost weight? Because that was the only thing you were working on. Like, go be interesting. Everybody should go be more interesting. But you know, I'm, I'm realizing once again some hypocrisy in me, I think. Um, yeah. My daily hypocrisy revelation is in an earlier <laughs> podcast, I said how, like, the re part of the reason why I, could, I couldn't get, have a wedding is because I didn't want to be the center of attention and the, and that moment where I was some, I always picture like the door swinging open, right. And everybody's standing up and the bride enters the church or whatever it is. And she is the center of attention. The only thing people are looking at is her, what she's wearing, how she looks, right. Is she going to cry? Does she look happy? But it's all about just how you look. And so I think I said in that podcast, I want, I'd rather have attention for something I've done Right. than for how I look, right? And right. now I'm just saying that I had done something. I had... Yeah, you did. You're right. right? That was... Like, I did right. something. And I you didn't want more, the compliment. And, and I you didn't want, want that kind of attention. You. So I think in the workplace... I feel like part of, part of it is that imposter syndrome so many women have is that, like... You know, like I, I'm actually, you know, like one of these days are all going to figure out that I suck, that I'm no good and that and that they're going to wish they hadn't given me this award. And 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 I also used to and this is I feel like we're having a therapy session here. Um, I also used to Every worry one of our episodes is a therapy session, okay, <laughs> but I used to feel like I used to hate getting I used to I used to worry about getting awards that. Now I have to live up to this, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so you get you get an award that's like um, that. You know, you're the best in the world at something, right? Yeah. Now I have to be. Now I have to be. And so now, am I? Op I feel so so vulnerable at that point. Like, well, now are my next students? They're going to come in and they're going to know that I won this greatest teacher in yeah. the you know in the 
atmosphere somewhere and and then and they're gonna think i'm no good i can't live up you know it's just like i i, I what do you think that's all about like why you could, but you, you could flip it the other way and you could say because this is like if people win something and then they, like say a movie and they yeah. get an oscar and then the next movie is sucky right 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 but you could look at it this way because a lot of people will say this they'll be like they got that award and it went to their head. And now they can't do anything good. So, it, But there's freedom in that because they didn't say that what you did before wasn't good. They're just saying now you're so That's full true. of yourself, you can't do it anymore. So it, it's like you memorialize everything before. And whether or not it was the best is to be, you know, is neither here nor there. But it's got it's it's like it's safe. That stuff is safe now. You never can mess that up because it got memorialized with this award. Now, anything you do after, if you if they like it, great. Yeah, of course it came from me. I got that award. But if they don't yeah. like it, well, it's just... She just let it all go because she got that award, you know? Right, right, right. But I think that's, I think all of that conversation goes through your head. And that's why you're like overly worried about it. Cause you're just like, I was, you, you are under the miss, you are under the false pretense that someone only is starting to judge you after you got the award. The, the truth is you had judge, you had judgment way all, every yeah. every day of your whole life. It just, you weren't aware of it or they didn't say it to you or you didn't think about it, but you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. People were judging whether or not you were a good teacher all the time before and after the award. The award had nothing to do with it. Right, right. When, when's the last, can, can you think of the last work-related compliment you got? The last work-related compliment I got? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which work, my day job or my online job? Okay, let's say your day job, your engineering job. Yeah, my day job. Um, hmm. I think... A year before COVID, I Uh was doing a, uh, well, so COVID started in March of 2020, the fall before, so not even six months before COVID, which would be, you know, 18 months ago, I was at a public meeting and a coworker was doing the presentation, but then someone asked a question and I stood up and answered it. And a colleague of mine commented later that I should have done the meeting and that I had a very, very good, he said, I was very good at public presence and I had a good, I did a good job of managing, answering public. So, you know, that that's a skill that I had that that was right. So I, I took that compliment. He, that was high praise to me coming from the person it was from. So the source was the issue for me as far as considering that high praise, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm trying to to figure out like there's certain compliments that are really hard for me to take, right? Like really, really, almost like make me nauseous to think about getting them. Really? Like what? Yeah. Oh, um, I, I think it would be, uh, I say, I, 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 yeah, just anything like getting anything that feels, um, uh, that kind of compliment that that you said that you got, right? That would have been sort of an off the cuff compliment, right? It hadn't been. I think it's when, like, when you win an award in which committees had to meet and people in a room got together okay. and, and they had to discuss you and pick somebody. And, and here's you what I hear my- you saying too: you were judged against other people. Yeah, because someone yeah. else could have won that award. Right. Right. Versus my compliment, right. there was no one else to get that compliment. That was just right. specifically in the moment. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're upset because you're like, not only was I like, like, I'm still angry about this one award that the university that I think I should have gotten that I didn't get. (laughs) You're hilarious. You're hilarious. Like now I'm pissed because I didn't get the award. When you give it to me, I'm going to be very uncomfortable when you give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Hey, can I tell you about one award I got? Let me tell you this. 
you'll enjoy this. This happened to me twice, okay? Maybe this explains a little bit of my discomfort. Um, okay, so I got, let me tell you this, all right? I got this anonymous note slipped under my door at work that said, please be home at this time on this day. If you cannot be home at this time on this day, you know, let's send the message here. It was all very mysterious. And there were, I live a half an hour away from I know. Where I this live sounds out. like some kind of weird hazing situation. Going right. on. Okay. So that's all it said. And I think they told me, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, no, I did not know who it was from or anything. So I responded and said, no, I'm like, no, that's just, this sounds very scary. I live in the country. <laughs> I live kind of in um, like a lot of Republicans around me. Um, and, and also not to mention that if you are coming to visit me, right. I have to give you the most detailed instructions on how to find yeah, my wife. Yeah. Unless you've been there, you're not just going to roll up on your house. So find that's right. And, you know, I've got these dogs and everything. No one's just going to show up at my house. So then, so we had this negotiation. And finally, the person in these secret notes was like, you need to be home. It's got to be dark. You need to be home. And we're coming, right? So this night rolls around. And I'm kind of nervous because I still don't know what it is. Okay, so now get this, Khadija. So my dog, it's that, it's that night. It's about that time. I hear my dog bark. I have my dogs inside, obviously, but I hear my dog bark, so I know something's going on. I look out my front window, and in at the end of my driveway, there are all these people wearing robes and hoods with candles, lit candles, at the end of my driveway. And then they start, they form a single file line, and they walk up my driveway wearing hoods and robes and holding candles in the dark. They come marching up very slowly, and then I'm watching all this happen, thinking, what are my neighbors thinking? Do they think I'm having a meeting of something? Like, what in the, in what world is it okay for these people to cover their faces and put on robes and hoods and march up my driveway holding candles? They came to my door. They knocked on the door. They had me come outside. They formed a circle around me, and they read some, some thing about, you know, whatever. Now, is that the weirdest way to give somebody an award? Wait, they read something about what? What was it about? Oh, it was, so it turns out, I can't, I, I, it was the Society of the Purple Shadows, and they were, I won the Teacher of the Year Award for the Society of the Purple Shadows, but, uh, like, the whole time, I'm thinking, this could, I mean, I was already, like, I was literally about to tear up. Because I thought what you were going to say was that, like, I thought you were about to say these were all. And then at first I was going to get pissed that I didn't get called to be part of it. But I thought you were going to say that this was all your old students. They were one at a time coming to tell you what you meant. They were saluting and there was a whole field of them. Like, I, thought I was about to stream cry. But then you turned it into some, like, off Ku Klux Klan looking situation. <laughs> it was like. And I kept thinking afterwards, like, are my neighbors going to think I was hosting a meeting of the Klan or something? I mean, in what world is it that it's still okay for students to come in? Be- I couldn't stand school. their faces. It's, it's our school, though. Society. It's our school. We have, like, 20 or 30 of those, like, secret societies that nobody knows about, which one of them, by the way, you just outed them on this thing. <laughs> like, I know. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I <laughs> but I, I, they don't know who's in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's but, like, yeah. I mean, I just that's weird. Fun. I mean, that is a weird one. That's yeah. awkward. That puts you in like just an awkward environment. And, and you're you know, out like out. You know, what was really weird was they read this. I, I, I actually have it behind me somewhere. They read this whole letter to me about um, 
what, you know, like we're giving you this award. Uh, oh, it's all this stuff like, you know, w- w- they knew things about my personal life that I have no idea how they knew. It was the creepiest thing. So I'm standing out there in the dark. It's like 10 o'clock at night, surrounded by people with their faces covered up, wearing hoods, holding candles. And they're talking about everything you've overcome in the last two years. And like wow. specifically laying out things that I'd overcome. The, the, and wow. you still showed up for work every day and you did your best. And it was like, it was like, okay, I'm so freaked out by this whole thing. And then they just turned and they walked down the driveway. Wow. Is that weird? But you would like it because it was purple. They all had. Yeah, I would have loved it. (laughs) I mean, but it is weird. I mean, I don't know. Like if you, it's hard for me to put myself in that situation because first, like I would have been more probably, I would have probably been more freaked out than you because I don't live the way you live. So in my mind, you should have been normal and calm because (laughs) you live out there. Like, I don't know. But, (laughs) but I think we all, we just, we got, women have to get better at receiving compliments. And I think they, I, I really do think they need to ch- to check how they are at receiving anything. You know what I mean? Are you good at, at getting help from people? Are you good at like, l- you know, sharing the load with people? Are you good at, you know, that? And then like, also we got to ask ourselves, what's it all for? I mean, no, we shouldn't be doing it for the accolades and the, and the attaboys, but at the same time, like. You should, you should be pausing. I used to not pause and I missed a lot of pauses and I'm kind of like, I'm not regretting, but I'm making sure I take them now. Like when I do something different, I pause and I celebrate, you know? Yeah. We launched, when we launched, we launched this podcast this week. I'm not going to run and jump into a new thing just yet. Right. I'm going to pause and be really, really happy that we did this. I'm going to listen to a couple episodes a hundred times and be happy. I'm going to go watch the comments and be happy you know, I'm going to take, I've already taken, you know, take the yeah, compliments yeah. people send me and say, thank you. I enjoyed it, period. You know what I mean? I actually, yeah, I had a compliment and I was kind of, I mean, it wasn't all the way dismissing it, but it was like, oh my God, I think I said something like, I said, thank you very much. I did a complete thank you. Then I did another unnecessary text back and I said, you know, I said something like, oh, it was so, it wasn't negative. It was just like, it was so terrifying to actually push publish on this thing, even though I wanted to do it, you know, like, so that was okay, but it still was something extra beyond a thank you. You know, there's a movie that I think every, every woman listening to this, if this, if this whole message resonates with you, you should watch this movie called Half Magic. It is Heather Graham and she produced it and it's just about women and how, and this, this whole thing, like how we don't lean into our power, don't trust our intuition, don't, you know, it, accept our awesomeness. And when they were trying to like change it, they started a new thing. And they said, when someone compliments me, I'm going to say, thank you. It's true. <laughs> and I think that's what we should all do. You say, thank you. It's true. And that reminds you that what they're saying about you is true. And it makes you own it. So I'm yeah. going to leave it there. It's such good advice. It's it, yeah. it, thank you for that. It's very good advice. I, um, yeah, I, I think that there is, um, when you do accept a compliment, I, what, what I was going to say before, which I'll get back to that is I actually love to compliment people, right? I right. actually, I am never going to, if I see somebody's doing a good job at something or yeah. And even if it's just like the person ringing up my groceries or yeah. 
We're no, good at giving it. But, We're good at giving yeah, it. We're not only am I good at it, but I actually think it's important that everybody's got, you know, it's it's never pass up an opportunity to tell somebody that they're that you appreciate what they did, right? Yes. Just like you did a good job. Thank you for that. And nothing annoys me more than when someone can't take that compliment, right? Exactly. But then but we become that, that person. person. I don't want to be that person. I mean, this whole thing is very uh, theoretical right now because I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't have a job anymore. I don't have, I don't, you know, I'll tell you the, the other area that I am really good at and I have no, um, no issue taking a compliment is when it comes to something athletic. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I, if someone says, Oh, you know, good job doing whatever that was. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm always happy to take that because I know I'm not athletic at all. I'm not a good runner. <laughs> I know it's like it's true. It's like I know it. Like I am not a good runner. I do you want to know? I, I'll tell you how bad I am. You know how many people run the the ten miler in our hometown? Do you know how many people are in that race? It's thousands, right? Thousands and thousands. I was once in last place. Really? I was the last person. I had the motorcycle behind me once. That's how bad I am as a runner. That out of a race in which, you know, people are done. My husband was done, had a shower, and had breakfast before I finished the, the finish line. That's how bad I am. So when someone says, good job, I'm like, yeah, that was a good job. Mm -hmm. This is hard for me, right? So, so you went in, in categories where you have personally knocked yourself out of the running of well, any... Yeah accolade thing then you can right. take an account compliment because yeah. you're just taking it on this genuine effort level right right where you put yourself in a category of the esteem you want to put yourself at the bottom of that and never be actually seen yeah but yeah, i think that when i think about my friends part of part of this um i'm starting to think about like having conversations with my friends part of this conversation is is just uh, we're just indoctrinated to what to say, you know, what do you say back to someone who says, Oh, you look nice today. I guess, if, or if someone says, Oh, good job on that. I, I love your, I love your, whatever you just made. Right. And I, when I'm imagining what my friends would say, which is whether, I don't know if it's true or not, but I can hear them saying, Oh, thanks. But thanks. But yep, thanks. Saying, but. but, and then Phil always got to, always got to downplay it. Yep. So I, I, and I, I I think we, yeah, I mean, we got to stop, we got to stop doing that. We got to stop downplaying it and we got to start, we got to start giving each other more non-aesthetic compliments too. And right. show each other that we value each other for more than our face. Because how is the world going to view us? We want the world to value us soul first, aesthetic second. Right. Right. How are we going to do that if we don't do it first? So it starts with you and your neighbor, you and your friend, and you compliment them on something that has nothing to do with their looks, you know, and you just. Right. And we're slowly. Well, OK, now. And as a as a uh, parting thought. Yeah. I have um, I have granddaughters. Right. Yep. And they are so cute that you just want to squeeze them and bite them. You know, that cute thing. Right. Where you just yeah. want to like. Argh! And I had made a decision a long time ago that I would rarely compliment them on being cute or pretty, right? Mm. That I would try to find something else to compliment them on. You know, like, oh, you fast, or look at that nice drawing, or something that they did, instead of constantly giving them praise for being cute and being pretty, or look at that dress, because I also have a grandson, and I hardly, and I, I hear, no one ever talks about how he looks, right? Mm. 
And so, but it's a challenge because they are so damn cute, right? And I want to say it all the time, but I, I want it to, I want the buck to stop here with me. I'm not going to pass that on to that generation that these yes. girls have their compliments for their looks. But they probably are. They're probably going to grow up and say, "My grandmother never said anything nice to me." <laughs> <laughs> I had this. You know, you just said a thing. You were like, you know, I'm gonna, it's gonna stop with me. Uh-huh. I heard the most beautiful I read the most beautiful quote on Instagram and it was like it was about habits things that we say we get it from my mama got she got it from her grandmother whatever it said they said it ran in my family until it ran into me ah that's a good one isn't that good yeah we're gonna end the episode on that all right right. well that was a good one and then I saw I'm gonna challenge you to give somebody a compliment Yes, that, yeah. About, you, know, you know, give them a compliment about something they're doing. I will. Um, and my, yep. that you don't, but my challenge will be the next time I get one, I'll accept it. There you go. Thanks. You'll say thank you. It's true. It's true. Got it. Got it. Yep. Thank you for listening. If you like this, please rate and subscribe to our channel. That's how we get seen by other people. So we would love it if you rate us. Leave us a review. We are reading all of our reviews. So we love to hear from you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to reclaim your energy from your beauty blocks once and for all? Download the Beauty Blocks Energy Tracker and get started today. Visit anonymousoul.com forward slash beauty blocks to get a better understanding of what beauty blocks are and how they are the number one thing holding you back from the life you really want. That's anonymousoul.com forward slash beauty blocks.